The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Crisis Marketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to share the frameworks and marketing strategies that we're applying here at the MarTech Podcast to give you a guide to market through the impact of the coronavirus and other crises in your business. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that walks you through the five steps that we've taken to evaluate, triage, secure, pivot, and scale our business in this time of crisis. Joining me today is the man behind the scenes, my head of content production, Mr. Todd Hines. Todd, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you, Ben. Good to be here with you. Very exciting to actually have somebody in the room recording a podcast with me. This is the first installment of Crisis Marketing Week, where Todd and I are going to discuss, first and foremost, how we evaluated the issues that are happening around us and what the impact would be in our business. Todd, when did you first start to think that the coronavirus was going to be something that was going to impact our business? Well, uh, maybe not soon enough. It definitely seemed like it crept up on us, but at this point, as we're recording, which is on the 26th of March, it seems like uh, it's been at least two weeks that it's been, especially in the Bay Area here, part of the consciousness and top of mind for people. As far as thinking about how it'll impact our business, that's still, I think, TBD. But I like to think we're kind of ahead of the curve. Not sure if we're ahead of the curve. Not really sure where the curve is at this point. For me personally, you know, I thought the coronavirus was an interesting news story. People were getting sick in China. But my sister, who's a, an investor and has some good insight into some macro global investing trends, started to get a little concerned, very concerned to the point she was telling me that I needed to stock up on basic home goods and shelter in place. And one of my best friends also decided that he was going to buy food for a month for him and his three children. And so I started to ask, hey, why is this really something that some of the smartest people that I know are starting to get concerned about? I started buying toilet paper like everyone else right before the shelter in place started happening. Fortunately, we have just enough to be able to wipe and we're not hoarding. But it's been a couple of weeks now since we decided at home that we really needed to start changing our behaviors. And maybe that's because we're in the Bay Area. It started becoming more and more of a news story. And I think that brings us to the first part of you know this week as we're starting to think about evaluating a time of crisis. Then the first step here is you need to actually realize that a crisis is happening. And 
in some cases, there's an earthquake, there's a bomb that goes off, there's an economic crisis, there is a very sharp, specific moment in time when crisis happens. And in this case, the crisis kind of had a little bit of a slow roll where there was a known problem that continued to escalate and escalate and escalate. Before we go too much into the business impact, I do want to spend a moment talking specifically about the coronavirus. You know, we can talk about our realization that this was a crisis scale issue. And before we go on and talk about all of the marketing trends, there's 20 to 30,000 marketers that listen to this podcast. I think it's worth pointing out that 20 to 30,000 people. And when we get into moments of crisis, before we start thinking about marketing, we need to actually think about the people. And that's one of the first things that I did as the leader of this organization was try to check in with all the people that are in the organization to make sure that they're okay and obviously taking care of people at home. So for those of you who are slow rolling your preparation for dealing with the coronavirus or anybody that isn't sure where to get information, the best advice that we have, here's our public service announcement, go to cdc.gov. That's where you can get the most accurate official information on how to deal with the coronavirus, the Center for Disease Control. It's a great website. They've got lots of information about what the coronavirus is, how it spreads, how you can protect your family, dealing with the stress, what are the symptoms, where you can find testing, and it's up to date. So this is really the single central place that you should be looking when you're thinking about how to deal with the coronavirus. And one thing that I just want to say, we will get back into the marketing, but the first thing that I want to read to you is the five headlines for how you can protect yourself. You are the lifeblood and the center of the reason why we produce the MarTech podcast, and we want you to be safe and take care of yourself. First thing you can do is know how the coronavirus spreads. Take steps to protect yourself. Clean your hands often. Avoid close contact. Socially distance yourself. I want you to know that Todd is in my circle of germs here, and we're still sitting six feet away from each other. If you're sick, stay home. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Wear a face mask. But clean and disinfect. Honestly, this is really the way that we're going to get out of this thing alive is by socially distancing ourselves for a short period of time, clean and disinfect, take care of yourself, take care of your body. In the words of Marshawn Lynch, you got to take care of your mentals and take care of your chicken. And in my mind, what that means is take care of your mental health, take care of your physical health, be conservative. And honestly, that's a lot of what we're doing here in our business. So public service announcement over, please go to cdc.gov if you have any questions about how to deal with the coronavirus, what's actually happening. There's a lot of information being circulated, and this is really the place that you should be going. But that said, you know, the first thing that we did thinking about our business in the MarTech podcast was when the coronavirus really started being an issue, it was my first week back from paternity leave. So Todd, Let's try to recap what was actually happening that first week when we decided we needed to deal with the coronavirus. What was our mindset like? Well, we were just starting to look at how we were going to catch up on our content and plan out the rest of the quarter and setting up our recording and our content and booking guests for the beginning of Q2. And it kind of seemed like what was going to be a pretty smooth transition back into our full-time recording and content publishing schedule and kind of felt like the rug got pulled out from under us. But we were mostly focused on picking back up on sponsor outreach and then content scheduling and production. The best laid plans of mice and men so quickly go awry. We had a beautiful plan for Q1, which we're coming to the end of. 
our whole goal this quarter was I knew that, you know, my wife was going to be giving birth to our second baby. Happy to report everyone. Baby Elliot Miles Shapiro was born on 2-20-2020. Happy to say he is very healthy and a chubby little beautiful baby boy. And our goal for this quarter from a business perspective was for me to have enough content recorded and for the team to be in a place to get through my paternity leave. Little did we know that when the day that I came back, my first day back into the office, we would be dealing with a major global crisis and my children would be pulled out of school. Our first son, Albert, is in preschool and all of a sudden he's working from home and his mom is dealing with a newborn. So that's really the situation that we were dealt with from a business perspective was we had to first and foremost try to reorient ourselves to our new work schedule. So we not only had to look at our calendar, look at how much content we had, look at who our sponsors were, what deliverables we had, what accounts receivable we had outstanding. There was a whole portion of going through triage. And so as we start to think about managing crisis, I guess my first big takeaway is the first thing you need to do is actually identify that a crisis is happening. And what we did here was we got together, looked at our priorities, and started to think about what we needed to cut, what we needed to modify, what we needed to adjust, and what we could just keep on doing. And I think it's important to remember people come first. First thing that we did when a crisis happened was remember that this is something that is bigger than business. This is a global health crisis. And I am an advocate of people first mentality in all of business, wanted to make sure that everyone here was taken care of. And you obviously have to make sure that no one is being put at risk. So as we start to think about the impact of coronavirus, we're going to walk through some of the marketing tactics and strategies that we've done. But the framework that we put first together so far are identify that there is a crisis. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Go through triage. Try to start to think about what actually you can take care of, what needs to get cut, manage the acute problems. Start thinking about doing some short-term planning, 
Eventually, once you have a short-term plan done and you're back into regular operations, you can start to think about how to build a new long-term plan, deal with your new reality, pivoting your strategy. And then also you need to start thinking about evaluating your business in a different way. So Ben, I have a question. As I've been thinking through how my team in content production is managing the crisis and adjusting our workflow and how we're operating in this environment, I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you've set yourself up to strategize, to think through what are next steps, and I guess some of the ways that you work through planning for the next few weeks and months. It was a really challenging couple of weeks. Honestly, I was dealing with severe sleep deprivation. We have a newborn at home, so I'm getting up three to four times a night with my wife to try to feed and pacify a baby. And then we also have a toddler that gets up. And so a lot of what I was doing was on some level very reactionary. And so, you know, I was trying to be as rational as I could, but also understanding what my limitations were. And so I didn't want to make any drastic changes at first. I wasn't going to make any big decisions as everything was unfolding that were going to potentially impact us down the road. I didn't want to make any big, splashy investments. I wasn't going to just double down on our programmatic performance marketing in the time, even though things were going well. I kind of like let the ship sail for a little while, knowing that we weren't near any coastlines. We had enough content padding. So my head started going through, what are the five buckets of our business And the first thing I think about is, do we have enough content to be able to publish the show? Do we have our product ready? Are our sponsors being supported? Do we have enough potential revenue in our pipeline? And then thinking about our growth strategies and some of the other things down the road. And so for me, my head first went to, okay, I need to make sure that the team is okay. I need to evaluate whether we have enough content. I need to think about whether we can deliver for our sponsors and keep our commitments. And then everything else was kind of like, I don't know, like the performance marketing, all that other stuff, like, let's just let it ride for right now. I didn't want to do anything drastic and just stop all spend, but I didn't want to amplify. So I kind of wanted to let the dust settle a little bit before I really got back into the office. The truth is the biggest thing that I was focused on right during the outbreak of the coronavirus was setting up our office. So because I wasn't able to work from home because, you know, I have a new baby who's going to be crying in the background of the podcast. Todd, you and I were looking for office space. And fortunately, we had found one about a week and a half before the coronavirus outbreak really got going. And I was fast and furious trying to buy desks and chairs and carpets so we would have a comfortable place to work, feeling like, you know, the shelter in place was coming. Things were getting more serious and escalating. And so My intuition was to set up a bunker, really, for us to be able to continue to operate. And I think just thinking about what the government's response hypothetically is, is, you know, if somebody dropped a nuclear bomb in the United States, what would the government be doing? They would be taking the people that are most important to make sure that the government can operate and sheltering them, but also allowing them to continue to communicate. So my head was kind of in that place as well. Super helpful. I think we can apply some of those going forward. Todd, as we start thinking about how we've managed the beginning of this global crisis, obviously we are still in it and it is impacting our business. What thoughts do you have about the rise of us identifying the coronavirus as something that was going to impact our business? And how do you think that we handled it? I think that we are doing a good job of blending the focus on short term, what we can do today, what we can do this week, and also thinking about what the future the next couple quarters, the next year might look like. 
And I think focusing, as you mentioned, on our priorities, what our values are, what's most important to us, and looking at what we can control right now in the short term has been to our advantage. So I think we've done a good job and then obviously uh, room to make adjustments and to improve. And over the next couple of weeks, we to keep our heads about us, keep our cool and just keep moving forward. You know, Todd, I think that you hit the nail on the head there about keeping your heads about you and keeping cool. When you're dealing with a crisis, the best thing that you can do is stay collected. Don't panic. And I think that if there's anything that we've done well is hopefully identified that the crisis was happening and start thinking about it in a reasonable, rational way. Your life doesn't always go at plans. And we're going to try to give you some of the strategies that we've put together. We're going to tell you about the emails that we've been sending to try to collect our account receivables and how we've managed that. We're going to talk to you about some of the marketing strategies that we put together to be opportunistic without taking advantage of the corona crisis. And we're going to talk about some of the business impacts and performance that we've been seeing and you know what the podcast industry has been telling us as well. So that wraps up this episode of Crisis Management Week on the MarTech Podcast. We're going to be publishing an episode every day this week talking about our steps to manage through the corona crisis. So check back on your podcast feed tomorrow when we discuss the triage phase of dealing with the initial outbreak of the coronavirus and how it impacted the business of the MarTech podcast. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.